Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I want to talk about getting clear on your vision for your business and how to break that down to day-to-day tasks. And so a good sign that you're not clear on your vision and where you're going in your business is that you can often find yourself feeling like you're lost, you're not getting anywhere, maybe you're feeling stuck or you're just spinning in circles doing a lot of the same thing and not really seeing a change or yeah, you're feeling that stagnant or, you know, yeah, kind of rinsing and repeating a lot of the same stuff. Um, but often it it starts in like the symptom phase or you start to notice it of being like, you know, that real kind of frustrated stuckness, like you're hitting a brick wall. Or the analogy that I'm going to use is um, a bit of like a sailing ship analogy or some sort of like navigation system, right? And <laughs> this podcast actually came to me this morning when I had a really restless sleep last night. And um, full disclosure, I did, when I was a kid, I used to do this thing where if I couldn't get back to sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night, I would get my pillow and I would put it at the other end of the bed. And there was something about the shift in my uh, body or, you know, different position or whatever that I think helped me get back to bed and to sleep. And I haven't done that in a very long time. But I was sleeping last night and feeling really restless, laid awake from like 2 a.m. till 3 a.m. and was like, okay, you need, like I it contemplated getting up. I was like, you've got to do something. And it came to me. I was like, put your pillow at the other end of the bed. Anyway, it worked, a treat. Um, but when I woke up, I was completely disorientated and I was like, Going, I went to like open my eyes and I knew I'd like just kind of just gotten back into a good sleep and I was like, don't wake up yet, it's fine. Why do you need to know where you're lying in the bed and all this stuff? Honestly, this is how my brain works. Trying to keep myself in this relaxed state and, you know, start my day with just, you know, surrendering and anyway, kind of from a Joe Dispenza meditation. But then it occurred to me, I was like, well, if I don't know my orientation, I could roll over and hit my head on the windowsill or my, you know, I could fall off the end of the bed. And so then in my trying to go back to sleep and relax state, decided that there was a really good analogy of when we don't know our bearings and we don't know where we are, that's when we can spin around in circles or the uncomfortable feeling of, of not knowing where we are and that things could go wrong or are we in danger, right? And so it then led me, this is my journaling exercise this morning, to thinking about, well, when we're somewhere and we want to get to somewhere, so we often, you know, we might know where we go, where we want to go. I want to start my own business. I want to, you know, thinking of a, of a you know, maybe heading out on a, on a boat or, 
you know, even when we're traveling, often we can have a a glimpse of where we want to be going. But in order to get there and to ask for those directions or to figure out how the best way to get there or, you know, the fastest route or the most scenic route, we often have to figure out where we are first, right? So have you ever been, you know, in a city or, you know, in a situation where you're kind of looking around trying to get your Google Maps to catch up and find a a street reference so that you can, you know, figure out what direction you're meant to be going in. You're kind of waiting for it to catch up and, and figure out whether you start walking, you know, north or south or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it comes back to knowing where you are right now at point A so that you can then get the right instructions to get you to point B. And we're going to go, I'm going I'm to teach you three things that I do when I'm feeling stuck or lost or disorientated or frustrated or that I'm spinning my wheels and not getting momentum. And we're going to jump into to three things that I do. But firstly, it's really, and I know I say this a lot, but it really does come down to that stopping and zooming out and taking stock of your current situation, right? So observing your surroundings, you know, what's working, what's not working, getting real with it. You know, I think the first step to figuring this stuff out is being really honest with yourself that you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And I think that's why, you know, I probably talk a lot about mindfulness and, you know, I've had a personal journey with self-development and meditation and therapy is because there's so much self-awareness that goes into the running a business, right? I think there's definitely a lot of people who probably can do it very black and white and just, you know, hustle and push and follow formulas. But a lot of us, especially I would say in the startup creative crowd, are emotional and creative and um, yeah, in tune or we desire to grow and evolve as humans as well as in our business. So this work is about stopping and zooming out and getting real with where you're at, you know, and, and mapping out the current situation and getting your bearings, what street corner are you on? And, you know, how did you end up there and how are we going to get you to where you want to be going? So you want to first make some time to, well, I think first step is actually observing how you're feeling in your business. And if you've clicked on this podcast, I don't know what the title is going to be yet, but probably something about being stuck. Um, It's a good sign that maybe you're like, oh, yeah, I feel like that, you know, and I often get people come back to these podcasts and listen to them you know, maybe it's not relevant now, but something you'll come back to later. So identifying your feelings and how, what you think is playing out and then carving out some time to do some of this work on your business. Okay. So the first one is the first step to helping you get unstuck and getting clear on your direction is to ask yourself why. And, you know, I remember Start With Why by Simon Sinek, Sinek, I think, is was a book that I read really early on, uh, you know, eight years ago when I started. His TED Talk was pumping, like it was trending and everybody was talking about it. You know, then everyone starts talking about your why. But it really is so important to 
to getting up and, and doing work on your business every single day and in your business. So if you're feeling stuck, you know, and I think in the world of social media and, and advice and, you know, just saturation of, of, of advice. If we're living in the information age where you can Google anything and, and get, you know, a varying results, depending on your algorithm probably. Um, but, you know, it's easy then, and I'm guilty of this as well, to sit down and to just keep adding things to your to-do list or to the business model of, you know, I should be doing this or, you know, I know I need to be posting on social media or, you know, maybe I should be doing that. And, it's easy to get distracted from what you're doing and why you started. The reason why I think this step is so important is because as humans, I really do believe that we're wired to do the things that help us to perceive the way that we are in the world. So we prioritize the to our to-do list or our social circles or our personal time, um, what we spend our money on, you know, whether it's organic vegetables or fancy clothes or holidays or investing in your business, all of those things differ based on what we value most, right? And I see this all the time in my family. We, you know, I'm a single, not actually a single, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie. Um, you know, but I'm a, I don't have children is what I meant to say. Um, and I run my own business when I have siblings who all have kids, you know, and, and they prioritize their family time on weekends and, you know, or, or late at night. So it's really easy when you start to see, yeah, what's going on, what's people's values and when people's values change, um, how they then reprioritize their time and their resources and their efforts, okay? And so it's going to be different for everyone and the best way you can motivate yourself to get up and get shit done and to get working on your goals is to make sure that the things that you're doing and uh, prioritizing are important and aligned to you, not because somebody else told you to or that they should be done like that. And that will also help to determine the timeline. You know, you might, it's the same as going on a holiday, like a, a family who goes on a holiday with kids might prior, have a different kind of um, itinerary to a young couple or a single backpacker or, you know, it's, it's based on the values of, of their family. So making sure they align with you and, you know, in, in that same analogy, you might take longer on your holiday to, you know, um, to, to get somewhere because you need to stop lots for the, for the kids. Um, and that's, you know, that's okay because that's in a value that's aligned to you right? So try to get out of the comparison zone of moving to other people's um, agendas and growth and coming back to why you started, what you wanted to achieve. Is it that you really wanted to see change? Is it that you wanted to work for yourself? Is it you wanted more time? Is it that you, yeah, wanted to grow your income, that you wanted to work with a certain brand? But coming back to why you got started and realigning to that um, because that will help you to determine the next steps, which is, you know, what's on your to-do list and a few other steps that we'll take. But our why and our purpose and the thing that we care most about is 
our navigation system. It's how we direct how we, you know, how we dress or, you know, what decisions we make. So if you're out of alignment or you're unclear or you've lost sight of that, then it can be a real critical time to come back and and reassess that because I see it a lot in myself as well. You know, when when I'm procrastinating or not taking action, it's often because, you know, maybe I'm valuing something, I, I want rest, you know, or I'm not inspired by my work and I need a challenge or, you know, I, yeah, I want to spend more time with my family or whatever that might be. But it's a a sign to come back and say, you know, what are your values? Why did you start? And how does your business play into that? And maybe just culling some of the things or or having a bit of a health check as to are you doing this for you and are there things that you're trying to achieve for you and what you value and why you did it. And, you know, this is the thing that I feel so passionate about as well is like designing your business model to you. And I do this with my coaching clients a lot who can come in and go, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, you know, all these things. And it's like, no, 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 no. What are the core needs and values and, you know, purpose for you right now? What are the priorities? And let's start there. And then we can add to it. Because when you come back into that alignment of, why, then you get momentum, you get energy, you get movement, which can help to then maybe do some of the things that aren't as easy for you to do or that are going to require a little bit more discipline or, you know, finding a way to outsource it. But when things have the right amount of challenge and purpose and autonomy in your life and you feel deeply that this is, you know, a part of you and your existence as a human being, then I think you will find the time and the resources and the inspiration to get up and get things done. And that's me speaking from experience too. And it's again back to that self-awareness of stopping and zooming out and being like, what am I really feeling? Is it feeling stuck? Am I bored? Am I, you know, procrastinating because I've got tasks on there that are just not my natural flow and I shouldn't be, you know, should be outsourcing them. Um, but really coming back to your inner compass and and purpose to help determine what we do next. Once you get a bit of fire in your belly after coming back to, you know, a passion and a purpose, and it's okay if it takes a bit of time as well, you know, especially if you're close to burnout or you've been feeling stuck for a while or uninspired, you know, sometimes it's a really hard place to sit in and a really hard, you know, question to ask yourself because sometimes the answer might not be what you really want to hear. But once you start to land on something, even if it's a tiny little flame that excites you and maybe you don't know how to make it happen, but there's a little flame there, get it, get it fanning, right? And get a, get some oxygen in there. And the best way to do that is to give it focus. Okay. So one of my favorite quotes, you would have heard it is what you focus on expands. And when we give our energy and our focus to something, we can start to see it grow and we can start to see momentum. And it's really important in this step to be kind to yourself and to not expect it to change overnight, right? It's like when we light a fire, it starts small with kindling and a spark and then eventually it can grow momentum when it's fed with, you know, the right portion of oxygen and and extra materials to, to burn, right? So, 
go gently on yourself and know that it can be a, a, a slow momentum, but focus is the best source of, of building that fire. So if you catch yourself procrastinating here, once you've got that, you know, little fire burning, um, just remember to take those small steps. Okay. And I've been reading this book. You've probably heard me talk about it called 4,000 Weeks, um, by a guy called Oliver. I'll put the link in the, in the show notes. Um, but he was talking recently about it and I was chatting to someone in our membership about this the other day about sometimes our procrastination and our inaction. Once we know where we want to be going and we know where we are, then what we can also get into a stuck phase of actually taking action. And often I find, well, this is also what Oliver was talking about, which I thought was really you know, potent to me as well. Um, and I see it with clients is that if we go, if we, we stop and we get really clear on our purpose and our why, and then we start to kind of, you know, speak that into a goal or a dream and we start getting excited by it and we want something new and different and we're, we really, you know, have our eyes set on point B of this new reality or this, you know, a thriving business or leaving our job or, you know, growing our, our business into new products or services, we can get stuck because it's scary. You know, there's a lot of, you know, the procrastination comes from, well, now I have to do something about it. Now I have to take action, right? And I see that with clients as well is that people can come and say, yep, all right, I'm ready. And then, you know, it can be really scary to tell somebody that your dream or your goal because that means they could be holding you accountable to it and that you've now said it and you have to step out of the comfort zone and it's not always going to be easy and it is going to require discipline and focus, right? And we like to distract ourselves from giving focus and energy and and committed time to the task at hand because it means that we don't actually have to step out of our comfort zone and go after it. So this is where I really want you to just start and do one tiny thing, right? I took down three notes after I woke up this morning with this idea for a podcast. I just wrote down some notes, like three bullet points in my notes section in my phone. And then I did my morning routine. And then I sat down and I journaled it out into three pages and those three notes. And then was like, okay, just get to it. And often during the week, I just have my podcast mic set up at my table where I sit and work so that there's less barrier to entry for me to just start recording. Even if, you know, I sit here and procrastinate for before actually, you know, hitting record, right? Um, so just starting doing that one small thing and keep doing it. And I think this other kind of realization I had recently listening to a flow research uh, podcast episode with um, what's his name? Something Voss, Chris Voss, who wrote the book, Never Split the Difference, who I loved that book and want to go back and revisit. But he was talking about statistically, the more somebody tries, you know, to and thinking about learning a new skill, whether it's like, you know, golfing or riding a bike or surfing, the more that we 
try, the more attempts that we have to learn that skill, the probability of us hitting the ball or mastering the skill gets better with every shot that we take, right? And often I think as we get older, especially as adults, you know, we stop trying. If we can't do something within a, f- a few goes, you know, we give up and we we go, oh, well, I can't do it. And we create this story in our head and we procrastinate and pretend we never had a dream or a goal. But the whole point of learning a new skill and trying to do something and, and you know, get your motivation or your time management back is to keep going and going and there's going to be failure and being okay with the fact that you might not get it the first go. You might not get it the first hundred goes, but to assume that you would get it in the first even 10 goes is like mastery, right? Like that's people who have been at it for years, but you can get there once you you put enough runs on the board and you give it enough shots because the whole point of trying is that you give it a go it might work or it might not work you get feedback you get an adjustment you might you know have somebody outside of you also observing and going well why did it work or why didn't it work why don't we try this okay let's go back and try again and eventually you start to master the skill but it takes practice. And I think as kids, we just got up and we kept going and we tried again and we were like, I really want to do this. I, I want to learn how to do a backflip or, you know, ride this bike or, you know, learn to surf and you just go and go and go. I remember when I was growing up, um, I used to go surfing any chance I got. It didn't matter how shitty the waves were. If I had to catch a bus with a big ugly surfboard, my surfboard was shit, you know, that I wasn't very good and it was a bit embarrassing that I'd get knocked around. But I loved it and I wanted to I wanted to be a surfer. And I think of, you know, my surfboard sitting <laughs> at front of my house now and being like, there's often perfect waves like within walking distance of my house and I'm like "Mm, nah I'm out of you know like I don't have time or whatever I just don't go back to you know remaster that whereas as a kid I would have loved you know any chance I got to be able to get out and surf so going back and um you know trying over and over again and and not limiting yourself and not getting down on yourself or creating a story And I think that's the difference between people who have successful businesses is they get up and they keep trying and they keep figuring it out and some things work and some things don't. So in order to be okay with that, you've got to also get real with the fact that sometimes it's not going to work and that that's okay and it doesn't make you less of a human, it doesn't make you less lovable or less valuable or a failure that can't go back and try again, right? One of my favourite things about startup creative in the magazine and the podcast that I've always been fascinated about is getting people to share about the times that it was hard or that they got set back or they didn't think they could make it, you know, and no one knows those stories. They see the successes, but they're all there behind every brand, you know, and I'm all about bringing them to the front so that everybody knows it's, yeah, it's not just like I did this thing and it worked, right? So in order to keep going back and trying and figuring it out, it requires you to focus and give focused energy in order for that skill set to expand, to be able to see what's working, what's not working, to get outside perspectives, to adjust your your strategy, to adjust your approach. 
um, you know, get new skills or tools, get new team members, get new advice, um, and to keep going back and trying again. And try to catch yourself when you might have those distractions or the procrastination and ask yourself, you know, is this, you know, is this because A, maybe going back to step one of maybe do I really want this? Is this really my goal? Or are you scared of the outcome? Are you scared of actually backing yourself and creating some, the, the new reality, you know, and face your limits too and that you maybe are scared of that, scared of the fact that you might try something and it might not work and can you be okay with that? And the sooner you can be okay with that, the more likely you are to go back and to keep trying. But you've got to face that fear. Otherwise, you'll try something and it won't work. You'll see your limits. You'll you'll notice the fear. You'll feel rejection or setbacks and you'll give up. And the difference between people who get what they want and people who don't are the ones who keep going back um, beyond fear, beyond limitations, beyond setbacks, beyond disappointments. So ask yourself maybe what's stopping you, you know, if you've if you've set your goal, you've gotten clear on your why and you look at yourself and you're like, why am I still not doing this? Maybe the question is, what am I scared of? You know, why is it that I, if I launch this business and finally tell people I'm running this, that people might think I'm, you know, not good enough or that they might judge me or they might, you know, um, no one will buy it and then get real with that. That's okay, you know. And I think that's the, like I I was reflecting on how I've been doing this lately and one of these examples and is for me is my website. You know, I want a new website and I know that mine can be glitchy or it's not that, you know, optimised and it's there's lots of better things I could do or simplified. And so recently I found a new website platform builder that I really want to use. I went looking for um, templates and I've got them all sitting there and I've been talking about a new website for I reckon a year. And I'm like, well, why aren't I? You know, and it's like maybe I put all of this work in and no one notices or, it, you know, it, it glitches and I and it's not what I thought it would be and I ruined my old website, right? Um, and it's this fear of um, also playing big too. It means I have to go, you know, invest in myself and, you know, do a bit of a new look and feel and image and really commit to taking people on that journey of of a new look and feel or a refreshed vibe to the business and all these things that, you know, when I I feel connected to my passion and my why, I take take all these steps and then it stalls and I procrastinate. So a good reminder to to myself of, you know, asking that self, well, why? And getting really real with that and asking myself the question of being like, yeah, why aren't you backing yourself? Why aren't you making yourself look as professional or, you know, stand out as as you feel or you've got the vision for? Um, and is it that it might not get a return on investment straight away and it'll be a big outlay? Um, and I think when I sat with that, it was the, yeah, it was maybe that and how I started to, you know, help myself in that space was to go, it's a long-term investment. It's not an overnight success. And it's a, you know, one of those things where you do it and you consistently do it and you allow the momentum to build. And when I look at Startup Creative over the last eight years, 
it has been a slow momentum of things happening and doors opening in ways that I least expected it and, you know, bursts of energy moving forward and things that I didn't think would work would work had worked and things that I thought would be a no-brainer didn't or somebody stumbled across it in the right way or, you know, somebody reached out at the right time um, that led to this, this and this that, you know, opened a door for that, you know. So it's just about putting that one foot in front of the other and knowing that, yeah, part of my why is to keep startup creative around and fresh and exciting for me as well. Okay, third step is the practical next step. So this is where your to-do list comes in. What's on your to-do list? Um, why is it on there? When did you put it on there? <laughs> when was the last time you checked why it was on there and whether it's still in alignment? Does it have a return on investments? Is your to-do list in the right order based on your values and your priorities and your why going back to step one? Um, and is it in alignment with your goals? You know, sometimes, yeah, it's that question of, is this what I want to be doing? Or have I fallen into the trap of doing what I think I should be doing? You know, and I really truly believe that when business owners are in full alignment of their purpose, their strengths, their passion, and, you know, why they're on this planet, then the success comes more effortlessly and you know doors open and they they feel inspired to do things that they don't necessarily feel are easy or you know they've previously procrastinated over like you know posting on social media or whatever it might be so coming back to you know why is it on there and is it aligned with you okay so you can have the vision of you know I'm I'm at point A and I want to get to point B and the deep sense of why you can, you know, overcome the procrastination, you can give your to-do list all the focus in the world. Um, but unless that to-do list is prioritized to practical steps that are actually on there to get you to where you want to be going, then you'll go back to spinning in circles. So there it is. They're my three um, steps to overcoming procrastination and getting stuck or feeling uninspired in your business. Come back to why, what are you focusing on or what's stopping you? And then what are the practical steps on your to-do list to help bring that to life? Don't be afraid to cull things that maybe you go, oh, like, yeah, I think I did that because somebody else was doing it. Or I'm procrastinating about that a lot. Maybe, you know, it's not a priority for me right now. Um, and also don't don't forget to, you know, put them put it in the right order based on, you know, what are your values and, and what's the return on investment that you need in your business right now. You know, some people can come and they go, they're, I'm feeling stuck or, or uninspired because I've got really low sales. Okay, cool. Well, then money coming in might be the biggest priority for you right now. Some people might be like, I've got so much going on, I feel like there's not enough time. Okay, well, time management, what that might be, outsourcing some stuff or time blocking or looking at your productivity or automating things. So those things would go to the top of the to-do list. Okay, I hope that helps. Let me know how you go. Keep me posted and have a great day. Mm-hmm.